Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Du lyssnar på Dekonstruktiv Kritiks julkalender. Jag är Aron Flam. Idag ska vi se vem eller vad som döljer sig bakom lucka nummer fem. Nämen, är det en liberal judisk bögnazist- Ja, i alla fall om man ska tro den amerikanska vänstern, som i och för sig har blivit rätt cray-cray det senaste decenniet. You did work for Daily Show for a while back in the late 90s, right? Yeah, well I was a, I was an intern over there at a really interesting time actually because Craig Kilborn was the first host of the Daily Show, uh, who was a guy that came over from SportsCenter on ESPN who I really liked. Uh, and he had just left and John Stewart had just taken over. So it was an interesting time because their senses of humor were very different. There was a lot of turnover with the writers because their styles were were very different. Uh, and and The Daily Show wasn't what it eventually became at that point. It was just catching on. It was just at the beginnings of that. Uh, but it was great to be around. But it is fair. Yeah. It is fair to call John Stewart a populist for the left, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And that that goes that's exactly my point. That's a great Uh, that's a great point. So there are populists on the left, a guy like Jon Stewart, he's giving you the exact populism of the left. Uh, but if you were to say to the average leftist, oh my God, that person's a populist, they would go, oh, that means they're somehow right wing. So so you're making a, a great point and, a, and an important distinction there. Um, but I had a couple interactions no, with John and uh, I'll tell you this, you'll appreciate this as a comic. I was young, you know, I was just out of college, I guess. And I was at a party and I, I went up to him and again, he wasn't the, the John Stewart we all know now, but was certainly a celebrity and as on TV show. And I said, Hey John, uh, you know, I'm an intern here. My name's Dave. I'm, I'm a standup. I said, is there one bit of advice you could give me, which now in retrospect as a comic sounds like the stupidest and most corny thing you could ever say to a comedian, but without pausing, without even thinking, he said two words, don't stop. And and interestingly, it really that has so always resonated with me because what he's saying there is, yeah, it's going to suck. It's going to suck. You're going to watch great comics, you know, disappear. You're going to watch guys that suck get to the top. You're going to have to perform at shitty clubs. You're going to have to starve at times. You have to stand out on the street and hand out tickets and all these horrible things. But if you want it, you just can't stop. And and that always stuck with me. And there were times, as I'm sure you felt where I just didn't want to do it anymore and I, I couldn't believe that, you know, the the struggles of it and all that stuff. And that just always stuck with me. Like, don't stop. If I if if I ask this guy who's now the, you know, the basically the voice of American comedy, uh, what his advice was, and then I don't take it, well then what kind of person am I? So it did stick with me in a good way. 
No, I, I uh, and I think he's right because I've been at this for long now, and by now it seems that one is in a way unstoppable. You are your own little show, and it just goes on you, as long what, as you what don't else are you stop. Do, Aaron? What, what, what are your other skills? <laughs> by now, I've burned every bridge uh, there is to burn in Sweden. <laughs> so uh, I think. Uh, I will have. I have no choice, basically. Yeah, exactly. Uh, usually, when it comes to uh, you know the kids, they uh, they say YOLO. You only live <laughs> once. Well, I think it is uh, the basically it's the terrors of my past and the bleakness of my future that keep me centered in the now. I hear you, bro. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I think what you said about populism is interesting because um, I think what happened in Europe, at least after the Second World War, was that uh, the right wing, because Nazis in, in on the European political scale is uh, basically a right wing phenomenon. I know that on your political scale, they're a left wing phenomenon beyond communism. Mm -hmm. uh, but in Europe, uh, they're generally seen as a right wing thing. Uh, and I think... Um, after the Second World War, the political right-wing parties of Europe had to uh, deal with uh, their uh, Nazi and fascist heritage. They had to throw them out, the crazies, basically. But the left didn't have to do that with their communists and the revolutionaries and the radicals. So they just kept on going. And when uh, the Berlin Wall crashed in 1989, one would think that the socialist or socialist democratic parties of Europe would come to their senses and, you know, try to get their crazies uh, at arm's length, so to speak. Uh, but they didn't. And I think that is a big reason why we're in this mess today. I, I think that's so, a great, it's a great point. And I can give you the American version of that, which is happening right now. And I'll give you the exact moment when I realized it. So there was a moment during the campaign, uh, you may have seen this when Bernie Sanders was given a speech outdoors and the Black Lives Matter people just grabbed the mic. And they and yeah. started screaming in the mic and he just stood there and took it. He just, he didn't try to stop them. He didn't, his people didn't stop them. They had absolutely no right to do this. Everyone was there to hear Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, the farthest left progressive, basically socialist politician we have in America, uh, by the way, who's been in the Senate for 30 years and I think has one piece of legislation in his name, but you know, everyone thinks he, he's the one that's going to bridge the divide and all that. Okay, fine. Um, but, but that, that example to me was so obvious that the monster, you're right. They didn't take care of their monsters. So what happened was Bernie knew intuitively and his people knew if Bernie gets up there and shows some balls and does what's right and says, you know what? People are here to talk to me or hear me speak. But you know what? At the end of this, we'll do a Q and a, and I'll let you vent your feelings and we can have a discussion after or maybe a meeting. If Bernie had, had had balls and principles and done what's right, he could have put a little bit of a stop to that to that monster. But instead, he just stood there because he didn't want the same tactics that the left has used for so long of calling everyone a racist, bigot, homophobe, Islamophobe, blah, blah, blah. He didn't want that turned on him. So he knew if he grabs that mic and does what's right, does what's right that the left, the people that are further left than him, will turn on him. And he will now be an old white guy who's grabbing a microphone from black people. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. 
That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is a crazy proposition, but it goes to exactly what you're saying. They never clean up their own side because it's made up of destroying people. And they know the second they try to do that, and this is what I've done, which is why everyone that hates me is on the left. Even though, so I'm, I'm gay married, I'm pro-choice, I'm against the death penalty, I'm for a social safety net, I'm for single-payer health care, I'm for legalizing weed. I get no hate. hate from You're people. an atheist. I'm an atheist. I get no hate from people on the right, virtually none. If anything, I get emails every day from Christian conservatives saying, you know what, I disagree with you on a lot of stuff, but it's very refreshing hearing a decent liberal. I get relentless hate now from people on the left. Take a look at my Twitter. It's a joy, really. Um, so I have take, I, I do follow you. On Twitter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so that's my point is that because they didn't clean up what they should have, they've been left with this monster and I've been predicting it for at least a year, but mark my words, they will throw Bernie out one day. This thing is going to get worse and they will get rid of Bernie one day too. And by the way, they'll get rid of Elizabeth Warren and everyone else because this is a movement based on destruction. And victimhood is their highest virtue, and you can only play that victim card for so long. So bye-bye Bernie, who made a million bucks last year and has three houses and drives a $100,000 car and all that stuff, which I don't begrudge him any of that, by the way. Um, but once that's out there, really, and he's going to slip up one day, and uh, you know, he gave the mildest, a couple months ago, the mildest, mildest defense of Israel. And you know, the left despises Israel now because it represents freedom in a, in a terrible yeah. part of the world. And, and they turned on him because of that. I saw an article in Salon about how if Bernie doesn't accept intersectionality, he can't be a progressive. I mean, they, they will turn on him. And, uh, and I have to say, I'll, I'll, I'll enjoy it when they do. But how did it get, get so bad in the United States? Because when I started Deconstructive Criticism, uh, in one of the earlier episodes, I said something uh, along the lines of... Um, I used to think uh, McCarthyism was bad, mm-hmm. but lately I've been feeling maybe he had the right idea. He was just a bit ahead of his time. Uh, so, but, but, but in Europe, we never dealt with socialism, but you Americans, you really dealt with socialism in a very harsh way. How come uh, this is happening now? How can this have spread so far through your system? Well, I think it has, it has a lot to do with what, what, what I was saying about hashtag resistance and the idea that these are these ideas, this oppression Olympic stuff, this intersectionality stuff, viewing everyone on their immutable characteristics. You know, they, they, the left will scream that everyone on the right is a racist and they're the ones who constantly are looking at everyone's sexuality and race and color and all of those things. And whether you have to do, do you have a limp or not, because then we have to judge you differently and all, all this nonsense. This stuff got so entrenched in Hollywood, in the media and all of this that it, it has become a monolith of a monster. And a great example of this, to, to go back a few minutes to Jon Stewart, watch Ayan Hirsi Ali on Daily Show from a couple of years ago. It is horrible. John, it is the, the single worst moment I've ever seen of John. He is 
so dismissive of Ayan and because she doesn't play the identity politics game and she goes in there and talks about the individual. She talks about radical mm-hmm. Islam. I'm sure I don't have to tell you or your audience the story about her. I mean, this is a woman who has lived through it uh, and there are dead bodies to prove it. Uh, and and go undergoing uh, female genital mutilation and all of that other stuff. I will try to get her on the show, actually, but I uh, yeah I, um, I, I, I haven't yeah. I, I hopefully, you'll get her at some point. She she's a one she's wonderful and a true hero and a true feminist, by the way, and a true individualist. Um, who I would vote to be president in a second, although she, technically she wasn't born in America, but whatever. Um, but but watch this yeah. interview, and he's dicing up and playing the identity politics game. He's everything that that people don't like about elite leftist liberals. Uh, mm-hmm. And at the end, he basically says to her, it ends by him saying, well, you're just trying to sell some books. I've never seen him that disrespectful or dishonest or smug to any other guest ever, uh, including plenty of, of people on the right and Republicans and all that. But my point in this is that this is what's happened. This is the guy who was thought of as the conscience of America for the last 10 years and all this stuff. And by the way, by me even telling this story, I'll get a certain amount of hate because you can't, you're, you're not allowed to say anything about him. I, I, I respect him actually and I would love to have him on the show and we, I would try to unpack that whole situation. Uh, but to your point, this thing became so monstrous that, we look, that right now the left will look at someone like Linda Sarsour who is, a, who is an Islamist and think that she's a feminist and they'll look at Ayan Hirsi Ali and the Southern Poverty Law Center will put him put her on, a, on an anti-Muslim extremist list. So everything's backwards and in a time when everything's backwards, if you bring a little sanity to the situation like you're trying to do, like I'm trying to do, like some other people are trying to do, uh, there is a price to pay for it. Tack för att du lyssnar på Dekonstruktiv kritik. Jag är Aron Flam. Vill du stötta Dekonstruktiv kritiks arbete och det vill du så kan du göra det på patreon.com slash aronflam. Patreon.com slash aronflam är ett ord. Via Paypal, med bitcoin eller på Swish 0768 943737. 0768 943737. Du kan och bör också köpa boken Det här är en svensk tiger och boken Älskade Public Service som jag skrivit tillsammans med Jens Ganman. Till nästa lucka, det vill säga imorgon, ha en god tidsenhet. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.